Good Tuesday evening. Welcome to another edition of the Tuesday Night Flight. This is a special edition because I get to say something that I've been dying to say for the last three, four weeks. Playoffs. I can finally say it. Playoffs. Playoffs. All the Cowboy fans, the Giants fans, how y'all going to hate from out the side of the club? Y'all can't even get in. So <laughs> I just got hit in the face with a piece of paper from my wife because she's a Cowboy fan, but I don't even care. <laughs> That's why I said it. Oh, my goodness. Woo. I am here. It's me. It's me. It's the big guy, KG. Uh Rocking and rolling, shucking and jiving, solo for the moment, not for long, but uh, most definitely have to be joined, and I am joined by none other than soon-to-be 17-year-old young junkie in training, one of our executive producers, and I mean, that's a fancy title for a gopher, but uh. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dario. Uh, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, hi, how are you? I'm good, man. So we 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 here live. Um, your first time being on the show this year. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Uh, talking about Sunday's victory of our Washington football team winning the NFC East. Uh. Now, you said you didn't watch all of the game. I mean, you had to go to school the next day, so, you know, I wasn't going to hold that against you. But from what you saw, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I was looking at highlights not that long ago, and it was around, I think, the towards the end of the third quarter, I guess. And, like, the first quarter, I, I thought it was just going to be uh, the Redskins highlights. I thought I picked the wrong thing for a second. I'm sorry. The Washington football team highlights, sorry. The, the name doesn't stick to me as well. Well, think about it this way. We changed our name. We wasn't too happy about it. Now, first year as the Arya Stark of the NFL, and we make the playoffs. And I can. it feels good to finally be able to say playoffs. Playoffs. We, we, we going to the playoffs. We are going to the dance. Now, the goal of going to the dance is to bring the cutest girl that's at the dance home, which is the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Uh, that's the goal. Not saying it's gonna happen, but that's the goal. Um, stat line for Washington, uh, from Sunday night Alex Smith was 22 of 32, 162, two touchdowns, and two INTs. Uh, one of those INTs was just bad. Um, Antonio Gibson, 19 carries, 75 yards. Uh, Cam Sandy receiving yards, what led to Washington. And receiving yards, five catches, 43 yards. McLaurin, seven catches, 40 yards in the touchdown. Logan Thomas, three catches, 37 yards in the touchdown. Defensively, Montez Sweat, John Bostic, Chase Young, all racked up sacks. Uh, Reeves racked up an interception, so did Cameron Curl. Those are the two picks, so, you know, pretty good defensively. Uh, speaking of Sims, and I'm talking about Steven Sims Jr. He muffed another punt this week. And the first thing I said was, he doesn't need to be on punt return anymore. Uh, did you see the muff punt, Dario? Um, no, I don't think I did. Okay. Put it this way. He drifted back. And what he's doing is he's reading the coverage. He's watching the ball, reading the coverage, watching the ball. And then he's got it in his mind where he's going to run. So he's trying to run to that spot where he needs to go so he can break a big one because he's capable of breaking a big one. But when the punt comes down, he forgets the ball and starts running. I need him off, off of punt return ASAP because against Tampa Bay, that's not going to work for us. Not one bit. Um, Washington has... A, another gentleman who went to the University of Maryland. Uh, give me one second. Of course, I, I'm prepared, but I'm not that prepared. Uh, what's his name? Where is he at? Where is he at? Where is he at? He's on a practice squad. 
Uh, where's he at? Of course, I can't find him. Is he on the practice squad, or do he make the? No, and we also got Lamar Miller. I think Lamar Miller can run back punts too. But it's another. It's a cat that came out of um, out of Merlin that can run back kicks. And I, I had him just the other day. I was just talking about him, and now I can't find him. But anyway, Steven Sims needs to be taken off of punt return because this is this is not where it's at. Uh, on the other side of the coin, Philadelphia, who caught a lot of flack after this game, during this game, because Jalen Hurts, who was 7 of 20 for 72 yards and a touchdown, and an interception, I'm sorry. He, he did score two touchdowns rushing. But here's the problem. He was 7 of 20. He was one yeah, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of drop balls. Exactly. His throws and all that. <clears throat> and he got benched. He got bent. He got stoned in the red zone, got benched. Uh, Nate Sudfeld came in. He went 5 for 12 for 32 yards and in an in interception. And the bad part about Nate Sudfeld, he came into this game, and he's a former Washington player. He was here in camp with us, I think, about three or four years ago. So, yeah, that's kind of rough right there. But, um... A lot of people were upset at Doug Peterson for benching uh, Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts was really ineffective. He was keeping them in the game. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, if he wouldn't have benched Jalen Hurts, we, we still would have won the game. It would have been a little tougher. I'm not saying it was going to be a cakewalk, but damn. And so with that, a lot of that flack happening, uh, they're trying to invalidate our division championship, our division title, I should say. So, as a football fan, Dorito, and yes, I called you Dorito because you are my Dorito. Um, how would you how would you feel? Do you feel that it's bad sportsmanship that Doug Peterson benched his hot quarterback, which was Jalen Hurts, for the basically the third stringer? And Nate Sudfield. Um, yeah, I think it was because, you know, everyone has a bad game. And, you know, that you know, since he started not that long ago, he had a he had good games and everyone has good games and everyone has bad games, you know. And you know, he, he has to just learn from that uh that bad game and work and improve on how he can do better next game or uh next season and all that. Agreed. Agreed. Um, now, with this win, and Lady C agrees with you. Thank you for joining us tonight, Lady C. Uh, and winning that game, not only did Washington make the playoffs, win the <laughs> NFC East, but now they got a showdown at FedEx Field, the house that Jack built, part two. And Landover, Maryland. Rao John, for those of you that are uninitiated, with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, looking at this game, hmm, looking at this game, do you think that Tampa Bay has a, I mean, that Washington has a chance to beat Tampa Bay? I think if they were to go in, you know, with a full strategy and, you know, knowing how they play and and uh, all that, I think they should be able to beat. I agree. I agree. Uh, here's my thing. And this is bad. And, you know, Dario, you, you, you've been around me your whole entire life. My son, you already know how I feel. And here's the thing. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Not one bit. We need to go in there 
and knocked Tom Brady's teeth out immediately. Off the break, knock his goddamn teeth down his throat. Because when you put pressure on him and you get him to the point that he's frustrated, he makes a lot of mistakes. When he makes those mistakes, you capitalize on them. So what you have to do as a team, bring pressure. Jack Del Rio has to bring pressure in order for us to win this game. But then off, on top of that, the offense has to put up points. I mean, the defense can put up points too. I mean, ask uh, San Francisco, ask Dallas if the defense can put up points. But if that's the case, we got we, we got to do what we got to do. But offensively, we got to be Trump tight and sharp. So, uh, and Lady C says, "Wash, keep their heads; they'll pull it big." Hey, hey, that's the whole thing. That's the whole. I mean, give me that early penalty. Give me a, a run of the mill guy. You know what? Since Thomas Davis said he's going to retire at the end of this season. I would send him on a blitz, first play, first defensive play of the game, and be like, light Tom Brady's ass up. If it gets you ejected, it gets you fined, don't worry about it. We'll pay the fine. We'll pay all of that. Don't you worry about a damn thing. Go in there and get you some. And that's how I would handle it. I would have Tom Brady looking over his shoulder the whole entire day. But that's just me. I'm old school. Uh... I'm not really into this soft shit that they do now uh, as far as the NFL. But, hey, it is what it is. Looking at uh, Tampa Bay team rankings. um, Now, these team rankings are accurate. They say they have the number one, the number five defense. I mean, number five offense. Number four, defense. And one thing Washington has is a great defense. And I'll I'll say great because those guys make timely plays. But you got to realize this week you're going up against possibly Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. And you might see all three of those guys at one time, along with Rob Gronkowski. But Gronkowski has not been these last few weeks. He's had some flashes, but remember, he's got out of football for quite some time. So, early prediction, Dario. Give me a score. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, I'm thinking it's going to be a close game, but I'll say, let's see. I'll say 20. Three to twenty-seven. Uh, Redskins. You mean Washington football team? I'm sorry, <laughs> Washington football team. I'm sorry. Okay, and you know what? I'm gonna go and say even closer. I'm going to say fourteen, thirteen. Nope, nope, take that back. 13-10, Washington football team. Last second field goal by D-Hop. And that's just early preliminary thoughts. I don't know. We don't know who's going to start as of yet. So we, we, we can't just say, oh, well, yeah, this is what it's going to be. We don't know if Heineke's starting. We don't know if Alex Smith's starting. But something's got to give. We need this win. And to get a playoff win at home, Depending on how everything else shake out, we might get two playoff win playoff games at home and get two playoff wins. So that's how I feel. Um, maybe, Lady C, we can bring your uh, New Orleans Saints up in here, and she chimes in with twenty seven seventeen Washington. I love the confidence. I'm down for it. Uh, sticking around in Washington and switching gears. Uh. The Wiz Kids, the Wizards, the Wizards are two and five with their new toy. 
uh Russell Westbrook. Um <laughs> yeah. This ain't looking too well, I, I, I will say. Uh they are two and five. And they won uh, they won, I think, two back to back games. They started out 0-5, won two back to back games. But you being the basketball aficionado that you are, and I love it. What do you think the problem is in Washington? Um, I think the problem is, you know, since they got a new person that's not John Wall as point guard, I guess they're adjusting to, you know, how Russell Westbrook plays, you know, how he wants assists and rebounds and all that. So, I think they're just adjusting to him still. You know, practice wasn't enough. I think they need, like, actual experience, like, in-game. And I think after a while, they'll, they'll you know, like, start getting the wheels rolling and doing a little better than they are now. Okay. I, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because you got you to think about just what you said. You got a new player. Uh, new team, everything is fresh. So you got to think about it that way. Um, myself and BJ, we talked about uh, predictions for the Wiz kids this year. And I said 45 game. He said, you backing off that 50. I said, yeah, I'm backing off that 50 like I normally do. So I say 45 games, but I'm on the under as far as 45 games right now. So. This is uh, not where you would think that the Wizards would be seven games into the season. I'm not saying that they're supposed to be, you know, world beaters and they're on the level of uh, Philadelphia and uh, Boston and things like that. Those teams have already leaped for Washington. So we shall see what they do. Uh now, going to switch over back to football, and this is kind of disgusting, but you know me. I don't sugarcoat anything with you. I tell you the real. I, 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 I'm always real with you, and I'm always real on this show. So last night, it was said uh, Von Miller's ex-fiancé released disturbing text messages he allegedly allegedly that's one word that we like to use here allegedly sent her while she was pregnant um he sent her things like uh i'm so disappointed in myself i'm so disappointed she said me too this is the biggest mistake of my life is what he said during her pregnancy and she says okay Please, I don't want to block you. He said, I'm honestly praying for a miscarriage. That that right there. That 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 that's a lot. Um <laughs> what's crazy is nobody knows if it's honestly true. Because in this day and time. We've had people come out and say things and then they recant down the line. The, uh, what was that? Two, two and a half years ago, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, his girlfriend was caught on tape saying, you know, I don't, I'm a white woman. I'll ruin you. I, I, I'll make up something and I'll ruin your career. Because she was saying that he put his hands on her and he did all these things to her, but he never touched her. Now, why he wound up still getting suspended, but she lied and nothing happened to her. Uh, we can go back a little further. Uh, the high school prospect, I can't think of his name. I want to say it's Brian Davis. That was accused of rape and spent 10 years in jail for a rape that he didn't commit, only for the young lady and her mother to come forward and say that they were lying 
So he missed that. He was one of the top DBs in the country. You know, he had office to USC. Uh, Notre Dame, I believe, was looking at him. He had office to all the big schools. And she ruined that by getting him sent to jail. Only thing happened to her, she had to pay back the money to, to the city. That was it. Um, so forgive me if I'm not jumping on this whole thing. Oh, Von Miller is, you know, uh, uh, he's a bad guy. He's this, he's that. I can't say that because I don't know if these text messages were valid. Were they his text message? Did he send them? Is it something that or he did, like somebody else, you know, or did she plan it and, you know, had somebody else text it and put it under his name or something? Exactly. Like I can put your phone number. I can put your name in my phone. Your phone number does not show up and I can release text messages of stuff that was said that you, you know, it would have your name. It would say Dario under the text thread, but your phone number's not there. And all of a sudden, I'm saying you said all these nasty things. I mean, it's possible, but it's also possible that he did that shit. And as a man, and I, I, I don't know how many times, now you're 16, you'll be 17 on Saturday. Um, I don't know how many times I've told you this over the course of your life. Not in the last few years, I've told you this over the course of your life. If you're not ready to have kids with that woman, or you're not ready to have kids, period. Take the proper precautions. Wear protection. But if you going in, you shooting up the club, nigga, you got to take the motherfucking uh, 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 consequences of your actions. Now, granted, this was his ex-girlfriend. If you went in there, you raw dogged it, and you shot up the club, Slim, you got to take the consequences of your action. What you thought she was going to have a fucking rainbow? <laughs> I don't under I don't under fucking stand that shit. I really don't. Hit her both possibilities are valid. His life was over either way. A baby doesn't mean your life's over, babe. I'm sorry. And and the thing is, you got now my they say this chick's an ex stripper. I don't know what the fuck that got to do with anything. They act like stripping is a, a demeaning profession. But when a chick is a stripper. You know how many doors that opens for her sometimes if she's good at what she does. And then once she gets to the point where she can't strip no more, she probably made enough money to put herself through school, her entire family and buy the damn club that she used to strip at and run the damn club. But I don't know what extra stripper has to do with. It. I think I wish they would take that out of the fucking headline. But. Yeah, I, agree I think they're just they, like just adding to like what's already going on, making it even worse than, than it has to be for no reason. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And here's my thing. If you didn't want the baby and praying for a miscarriage, they have to make it a story somehow. Yeah, they do. But being a, a man, and I'm not going to bring race into it. I don't give a shit if you black, white, yellow, purple, green you can be the man from mars praying for it while a woman is pregnant has to be one of the most bitch motherfucker things that you could ever do that's that, that that's a that's a bitch that's a bitch move whether you like it or not like you you got to turn in your man card off of that because you created this life she's carrying your life form and you're praying for this life form to die. You're praying for a miscarriage. And obviously, as a man, he's never been through a miscarriage before. That is some sad shit. Whether you're the father or you see a woman go through it because it's a, it takes a lot out of her. It's going to take a lot out of you as a father because you're, you're seed never got to exist your seed never got to take their first breath and you're okay with that i don't understand how you're okay with that as a man 
to say something like that. Now, that's what he allegedly said. But I don't understand how, as a man, you're okay to say some shit like that. You might as well go ahead. If he, if he it comes out and comes down the pike that he said these things. I don't give a shit what else he said. When he said, I'm praying for a miscarriage, right then and there, I don't want shit else to do with you. He could come to Washington and get 25 sacks. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd probably protest every fucking game because I don't want the bitch here. I don't care if you don't like her. I don't care if you don't love her. I don't care if she's a gold-digging, bottom-of-the-barrel, gutter-snipe, a swamp tramp. Praying for a fucking miscarriage is unmanlike, man. For a child that you fucking put there. I'm just saying. I, I mean, it, then he, he winds up hitting her up again. Uh, he tells her fucking disappear and get an abortion, allegedly. This is what, these are alleged things that, that were uh, screenshotted and put on Instagram stories. Um, fucking disappear and get an abortion. You're so fucking whack for this. A keep a nigga, baby. You lame as hell for that. She says, uh, shaking my head, I'm beyond disappointed. You've been trying to get me pregnant for years. Cut it out. Now is I don't want to be with you. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to regret is what she said. And she put in another story. I'm tired of protecting you. This was the caption on the story. Tired of protecting you. This is who you are. Cut it out, kid. Uh, you, you never change. You'll forever be what you are. Fuck you and everything you stand for, pussy. T- talking about pointed. Uh, you're a lying bitch. That that's all you that all you ever be. Fuck you. I hate you. Wasting my time fucking with you. Should have left your dog ass in the streets. But then he 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 kind of backtracks. Now I, there's no dates on these previous uh text messages. But now on this final one that she put in her story from this it's say from Saturday, December twelfth. He um pretty much hit her up. I'm so horny you wanna fuck and make up or you still wanna beef. I got two more days with Emmy. She said two more days to beef. Hmm. But then he puts in his story fake news. The reality of somebody leaving you makes some people literally crazy. Classic trap. So, <sighs> I think the reason I think the reason there's no dates is because it was from somebody else, and I guess people can, or it might have been from like a long time ago talking about somebody else and not him, you know. Because if it's no date, then who knows when it was uh, or anything, you know? Yeah, you absolutely right. And Lady C chimed in. She said, "Like I said, his life is over." In one way, shape, or form. Uh, whether it's... I mean, now granted, one or two things could have happened. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he married. he's married to... An, or he's with another chick now, and they're about to get married. Excuse me, but... Um, he could either had this baby by this chick, and everything been fine. You know, he'd be upstanding gentleman, uh, man of the people, uh, great father... Well, I, let me rephrase that. One of three things could have happened. He could, you know, she had this baby. He's a great father, upstanding, raised a child right. Uh, number two, she has the baby and he just leaves her alone altogether. Signs over parental rights, never has any contact with the child. Or number three, he tries to be the upstanding gentleman, raise the child, be cordial with her, work with her, and she puts up fences and walls and you know it's all about money 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 because you know that's what mostly happens to professional athletes they get a chick pregnant and it's money 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 uh i'll tell a story about that in a second and he never gets to see the child now the story that i could tell is it was a basketball player this was only maybe seven years ago 
maybe a little bit longer than seven years. It had to be longer than seven years because we're in 2021. So it was a, it was a while ago, but it was it was recent enough that I remember it they, uh, very vividly because I got into an argument with it on Facebook. Um, Uh, hello. Shoot, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh. I'm sitting, I'm sitting here talking. I got defeated by the mute button. Jeez, I forgot I put the damn thing on me on mute. I'm sitting here just talking. Good. I'm glad you said hello. <laughs> that is my fault. Uh, we we have that constantly happen. Um, the mute button fund has not been paid this month. A problem, uh, possibly. But um, to your point. You don't know where this where this came from. Who said what? Now, one of three things could happen. I just and this is all the stuff that I just outlined while I was on mute. I'm just gonna say no, you said you said that part, and then you're about to tell us the story. And, oh damn! And Anyone on out. mute? Oh. Yeah, I got defeated by the mute. Okay, so the story is, it was a gentleman. I don't know how how that happened. I ain't even gonna just not even gonna ask. Just anyway. Gentleman, he played professional basketball and NBA for the Sacramento Kings from Baltimore. He was married. I think he was married and he had two kids by his wife. Um, he had just signed a five-year deal, like 70-some million dollars. So, you know, they living comfortably out in California. And this is this is back in a time where Sacramento was pretty daggone good. You know, when they had uh, a young Tyreek Evans and all those guys out there. So this is about 2010, 2011. And he came home. He's from Baltimore. He came home, went to a party, and he met a chick. Well, he didn't meet her. He hooked up with a chick that he hadn't seen in a while, and they wound up having sex. She got she got pregnant. He told his wife. He was a man about it. He told his wife straight up, hey, baby, I fucked up. Being the, the, the great woman that she is, she said, worry about it. Baby's born. She's like, you're going to be in that child's life, though. That Basically, that's what she said. So, he um gets in contact with the girl, lets her know, hey, I'm going to be there, full-fledged. Baby's born. It's another little boy. So, he tells her, all right, during the season, I'm not able to get him. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you $3,000 a month, you know, to make sure, make sure everything's okay. You know, take care of, you know, some things. Then in the off season, the baby can come, you know, live with me and my wife, you know, that way I, you know, I do my father thing. She says, no, my baby's not coming to California and you're not giving me 3000. You're going to give me 10,000 a month. So he says, uh, no, Okay, just leave it open like that. I'm cooking uh, stuffed salmon right now. So, just leave it open like that and put it in and let it brown. Yeah, yes, I, I do cook, ladies and gentlemen, as long as, as well as be a podcast host. So, so I'm cooking stuffed salmon for dinner with uh, broccoli and corn and things. Um, so, she says, no, the baby's not coming out there. I need $10,000 because... He's going to private school, his wardrobe. I need a car to get back and forth. I need this. I need that. Now, granted. That sounds like stuff that she wants and not for the baby. Exactly. But this is something that I learned from my own father uh, in a conversation about this. When it comes to child support, any bill that she pays with the money that comes from child support, that's support of that child. The older I get, the more I understand. Nobody ever broke it down like that before. But if she pays, if she's getting $3,000 a month, let's say she's stuck with the $3,000. She's getting $3,000 a month. And she paid her rent. Uh, she paid um, her electric bill. That's all child support stuff. And then she went out and bought the baby clothes. That's all child support. She put food in the house. That's child support. Anything that's supporting that child is child support. Now, what this chick wanted, she wanted 10 G's because she wanted to roll around 
and a, a AMG Mercedes Benz. She wanted to move out of the house that she was in and move into a bigger house that was five to six bedrooms when it's just her and the son. She didn't want his the son's stepmother, the, the player's wife, involved in this kid and involved in the raising of this kid at all. But he was like, okay, when we go on vacations in the off-season, I want my son to be there. Now, most players, I'm not going to say most, but some players have kids outside of their marriage that they never take care of. They never send money. They never do anything for. They have no hand in raising this child whatsoever. But he's trying to step up and be a parent to this child. She's like, no. So I got into an argument on Facebook because I said, you know, what's wrong with three thousand dollars? The money's for the baby, not for you. Not for you to go get your hair done, your nails done, going to get a pair of Giuseppe's and red bottoms and shit like that. No, that's not what it is. Now, if you want to put that baby in private school, go for it. I mean, that 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 that's something that you use that money for private school because in private schools the good ones are, are are fucking expensive but she didn't that's not what she wanted so she took him to court she took him to court wanted full custody and the judge said he told the judge he showed the, the certified letter that he sent her offering her three thousand dollars a month she said she wanted ten the judge told her to come up why she needed ten thousand dollars a month she couldn't come up with the bills, why she had why she needed ten thousand dollars a month. They gave her five. But see the thing is, getting the three thousand dollars a month, she would have got the three thousand dollars a month plus additional support. Now she's getting the five and additional support. But being within NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, depending on what the contract is, that money doesn't last that long. So players that are not married and they have kids out of wedlock and they get taken for child support, i.e. Jason Caffey, uh, Sean Kemp, they'll sign one big contract. And then once that money runs out and your career is over, you can't afford that no more. So next thing you know, you're behind in child support and they're going to lock your ass up. So it's one of those type things. But the argument started because. I was told that $10,000 for an NBA player is chump change for a kid. And, you know, that baby probably works. She should, she should be getting $30,000. Now, this is, coming from, this is coming from a chick that wanted to live the opulent lifestyle of being a basketball or football baby mama. She was willing to get pregnant by these dudes just to get money like that because she had the shit scammed out. And I'm just sitting there scratching my head like, you know, you serious right now? a million dollars a month for one kid just because you can get it you show me one kid from 18 and below that can spend a million dollars a month that you can spend a million dollars on a kid I got five well let me let me rephrase that because two are already above the age of 18 I got three that are below the age of 18. I can't spend a million dollars on y'all. I can't I can't spend a million dollars on y'all in a month. That's crazy. I couldn't I I probably could I probably now if you want to factor in rent and things like that, I probably could spend six to seven thousand on y'all. But then it, it would just it would kind of sort of be redundant after a while. Like we just buying the same shit over and over and over and over. So but that's just because I'm saying this as somebody that, you know, makes decent money, but I'm not making NBA money. And I say this because I have three kids that are absolutely positively carbon copies of myself. Like and Dario, you could tell this is the best part of having you on. You could tell me if I'm lying. We take the most simplest shit and make the shit fun. Definitely. 
We take like we use pillows and you know make forts and stuff. The other and, people and don't think about that. We put we t- we'll take sofa pillows, put them up, make a fort, put a blanket over it, and then everybody looking for us. We're in a fort watching something on the phone, or we hide now having Nerf gun. We we just simple, you know. We 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 like the simple things in life because we can make it fun. Even if we can have a pocket full of money, we rather stay in the house and shoot each other with Nerf guns in the dark, which is absolutely awesome because. You can't see the bullets coming at you, and flashlights work very well as flashbangs. I just want to let that be known. But, <laughs> but having that much money a month, I don't understand how in the world you can say, well, I need more. What are you spending it on? Honestly, I mean, once you do wardrobe, and the older a kid gets, the less money they cost. Unless it's the case of Dario and Xavier, my grocery bill has went up the older that they get because they eat like grown men. And Xavier's four years younger than Dario. He's 12. He'll be 13 this year. <sighs> my grocery bill has went up. And I know for a fact, if your mom's listening, I know her grocery bill went up. You know, so. We, we, we get that, but. Lady C chimed in. One parent shouldn't have to pay the full support of a child. I agree with that. And I can't even find $3,000 worth of stuff for my kid and I'm broke. (laughs) Shoot. I can't find... If you gave me $3,000 right now and told me I had to spend $3,000 in a month on my kid that did not include my rent or utilities or car insurance or anything like that, it had to be strictly for the kid. One kid. I, I probably probably could spend fifteen hundred, and that would be just buying pretty much a rack of stuff and furniture and things like that. I don't know, but that can't do it. But long story short, she tried to ruin this man's career because she couldn't get ten thousand dollars. So of course she took uh she took to social media, and it was all about how he's a deadbeat. Um, he's not this, he's not that. And, you know, you kind of sit there and you look at the whole situation and you're like, well, number one, was he wrong? Yes, this is his fault because he put himself in this situation. Number two, something that Uncle BJ said on that pod, on that post was if he has the means to take care of the child, why not give him custody to take care of the child full time? And she does what she has to do, gets herself together because I think she was in school. I don't think she was, you know, sitting around on her ass. I think she worked. She was in school and everything. But let her get her chance to get herself together. And maybe just maybe if even if she had to move to California to be closer to her child and, you know, she come by, she grabbed the kid and she gone for two weeks and she come back. You know, she was on vacation, things like that. But you kind of co-parent. And the thing is, I'm saying this with a 39-year-old brain because if you would have asked me this shit at 22, 23, I probably would have had a different outlook. But I'm saying this with a 39-year-old brain. You can't run around and make some uh, make a mistake. That's a long-term mistake. And the mistake wasn't the kid. The mistake was actually stepping out on his wife and sleeping with another female unprotected because it, it could have went several different ways. But you can't go out and do these things and then you go allegedly how Von Miller went, praying for miscarriages. You, you want to do bodily harm to these females because they're pregnant. But it if this comes out that, and I'm bringing it back to the original point, if this comes out that Von Miller did all of this, he has to look himself in the mirror and say, damn, I fucked up. I backed the wrong horse on this one. And yes, Lady C, she did want to come up attention and money because you know, just to be, if you are just a baby mama, if you are an ex-fiance, if you are an ex-girlfriend from 25 years ago, you can make it on Basketball Wives. That is a steady paycheck that you can get long as you're ratchet enough. So, you know, it's possible. But Von Miller has to take this and look in the mirror and say, I fucked up. 
you can't blame anybody else if it's fake news or you know she just want attention she hurt because he leaving whatever you knew this bra was unstable while you were with her because it had to be a reason that you left I just I, I cannot I cannot look at this and say oh yeah she fucking wrong nah both of them both uh what's her name megan denise i think is her name and von miller they have to sit themselves down look themselves in the mirror and they have to figure out where the hell they went wrong to air out this type of fuckery on the internet to hurt somebody to hurt somebody's uh, personally because they hurt you, to hurt somebody's brand, whatever, what have you. It doesn't matter. That shit's it's weak. Do I agree with her releasing the text messages? Nah. It's something for us to talk about. I mean, it's something extra to talk about, uh, you know, news-wise and podcast-wise. I mean, it's something extra to talk about, but do I feel... Releasing the text messages, I think that shit's weak. That's something you can handle behind closed doors. Because if I'm dealing with Lady A and me and Lady A don't make it, so I go deal with, you know, we don't make it. We had a bad breakup. I go move on with my life. She moves on with her life. But then once I get with Lady B and I'm I'm a, you know, big personality and she wants to ruin my brand, she'll release the the the, the text message from the breakup. And a lot of times what they do with those text messages, they take their parts out. And yeah, they alter it and right. make it so that they fall on the sword instead of or, uh, the person that directed to fall on the sword instead exactly. of them. So they look like the bad guy and, you know, you you get off like, oh, he did this and he did that. And, then and you get the same. You, you look at, yeah. You know, it, it, it'll be... You know, she said to me, suck my cock, I'll murder your fucking family. But that part's not in the conversation, though, when she, cre- when she uh, you know, <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing <laughs> <laughs> But that part's not in the screenshot, though. You, you saw that, which made me laugh. But <laughs> that part's not in, in the screenshot. The screenshot just says... You know, young, you, you you fucking crazy right now. Stay the fuck away from me. But you just told me that you were going to murder my family if I left you. That's basically what you just said, you know. And you got to... But... And these days of screenshotting... Now, and then the thing is, if you got that type of text service where if you delete a message, it's deleted on the other end too, oh yeah, it's over. It's Because it's, it's going to be one-sided. Whoever releases it, if you don't screenshot it right away, it's lost. And now we got disappearing messages and on uh, Instagram and Facebook Messenger. So if you hit somebody up there and, and you know they once they read the message, man, it disappears. It's done. The, you know, unless you you screenshot that shit, it's done. But <laughs> the, the, the 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 thing is. It's, and you're right, lady. See, people just need to be relevant these days. To be relevant as some famous person's baby mama ain't being relevant because, yeah, it may get you a spot on a TV show. And I'm not even saying that's that's her goal. I don't know what her deal is. I don't know what her goal is. I don't even know this chick. I don't know Von Miller. I know of him. I don't know him. So I don't know if he's capable of this. I don't know none of that. But to be so spiteful that you would allegedly say some things like this. Now, this is saying that if he said it on top of everything else, that was some weak bitch shit. Allegedly, if he said it. If he texts those things, it's wrong. But now, if she's trying to ruin him, which it, it seems like, you know, she wants to get it all out. If it's If she's just trying to ruin him because they're no longer together, and you know that's her her goal. Yeah, that's some bit of bitch shit. 
you don't have to be that bitter. And I've never seen this chick. Never not one. I don't know what she looks like. I don't know none of that. But here's my problem. What you're doing right now is you're turning the next man off that probably would love the fuck out of you. You're turning him off with these antics. Now, this is saying, you know, if this is just allegedly all this stuff comes out and, you know, she did it because she wanted to tarnish him. You're you're, you're hurting. Who's going to want to mess with you? I mean, you know, I, I get it. 2021 and 2020, everybody want to run around. Oh, I'm toxic. I'm toxic. You know, my relationship is toxic. You know, that's the hot thing to be now is toxic. You know, you know, you run around and say, oh, yeah, I'm toxic. I, I, I slept with your dad and stole your money because I'm an asparagus. It, you know, that, that's the hot thing, hot shit to say now. So if that's what her goal. Yeah, she, she got a, a lot to learn in his life. But if he really said these things. And he came out his mouth and prayed for a miscarriage. I, I never wish bad on anybody. I never wish bad. I, that's one thing I never, it's quite a few things in his life I never want to see anybody go through. And a miscarriage is one of them. Uh, the other is being young and you meet somebody, you're in love. I'm talking about that young love, that young post right after high school love where you feel like, yo, this is really happening. And I, I, I never, never want to see anybody go through that type of thing where you're so in love and your head over heels and everything just seems so fucking perfect. And then something happens and she passes away or he passes away and you got to live with that. Yeah, that's that. That's something I never wish on anybody. That that's a, a pain that I've carried for going on 21 years now. And I, I just, I would never wish that on anybody. I, I never wish miscarriage on anybody. That's not something you pray for. And when a female comes to you and tells you that she's pregnant, you know you've been raw dogging it. You tell her straight up, you know, okay. We're going to raise this kid. Now, if you have doubts that the kid is yours, you need to express those doubts to her, not nobody else. And honestly, she I, most women probably would get mad, but I mean, you got to let her know, hey, we had time apart and this could have happened, that could have happened. She got to just say, okay. And then once it's proven that it's yours, take care of your kids, man. Love your kids. Because one of the greatest things in life is being a parent. And Dario, you know for a fact, y'all frustrate the hell out of me sometimes because y'all y'all are kids. I mean, you're going into adulthood and I'll say this on air for everybody to hear. The, the young man that you are makes me proud. You are way more advanced than I was at 16. You're way more outgoing. Um, and it, having kids is one of the best things that's ever happened in my life. So if you're not ready for that type of happiness, that type of joy, hell, sometimes even that type of anger, because your, your kids, will, they, they, they will piss you off. And, you know, sometimes you got to look at them like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But then other times they'll do something and you got you got to be mad as a parent. You're supposed to be mad. <laughs> Let us know when you're ready to pass up the collection plate pass. <laughs> I'm just saying I didn't come here to preach tonight, but you got to understand it's things that your kids are going to do. And you got to be you're supposed to be mad because that's the, the right thing to do. And then you got to go in the room, close the door and slam it like you may and sit on the bed and die laughing because the shit was so damn funny. <laughs> like I've had asthma attacks from these kids because I've laughed so hard at some of the dumb shit that y'all have done. 
And I know I wasn't supposed to laugh. I won't laugh in front of you, but I'll go somewhere else and I'll die laughing. I'll go in the bathroom and get in the shower and die laughing. I'll think about little shit now and still die laughing about it because y'all are fucking funny. But <laughs> but my point is, if you're not ready to be a parent, it, yeah, you're damn right, lady. See, fall straight out. My thing is, if you're not ready to be a parent, take the proper precautions. Von Miller. Uh, you knew this bra was crazy before you met her, probably. But, you know, you know what they say about the crazy ones, what's attached to them. And that, hey, get you caught up every time. When you're thinking with your little head instead of your big head, you get things like this. So whether it's alleged, uh, whether it's true, false, indifferent, he still got to take that lump on the chin and say, hey, I fucked up. I stuck my dick in the wrong bra. That's it and that's all. Now, if it comes out that he did say these things, uh, he might be looking at some jail time because that's a terroristic threat. You know, the littlest threat that you give somebody over an electronic device is a terroristic threat. That is a federal crime. So, yeah. Um, but that's going to be it for us tonight because uh, I can probably go on about this for another 30 to 45 minutes. But, you know, I, like I said, I didn't come here to preach tonight. I just came out here to just give what it give what I got and give it the only way that I know how. Um, before we get out of here tonight, we got to throw out a congratulations to Junie. Uh, he won 174 games and only lost 81 in our weekly football pick them here at the sideline junkies um he is our champ congratulations to the boss bj for being the fantasy football champ he won his fantasy his first fantasy football championship um on sunday next season we are in discussions with actually presenting a trophy to the winner so we we might make it a pay league next year maybe five dollars a person and uh We'll have a a good old trophy made up and sent out to you. So if you want to get in, we'll do that. Um, it's only Tuesday, so we should be back in this thing uh, Thursday, Friday, something like that. And don't forget, Saturday is the return of the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs. We are back and better than ever first show of the new year so please stay tuned for that and to my wonderful co-host who said he wanted a bigger role here at sideline junkies this year um dario yes thank you for joining me sir thank you for being here thank you for your input you're welcome i'm just glad to be here uh, i am so happy to be here oh little little, little humble akeem look at him so with that being said, I only got two things to say before we get out of here. And one is Dario. Yes. Dario. Yes. We going to the playoffs. <laughs> I know. Say it with me now. Say it with me. Playoffs. 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 We are playoff bound. Playoffs. There is no slowdown. Tampa Bay is about to get robbed. I'm feeling it. I am feeling it. And last but not least, we are approaching the 60-minute mark. And I, even though I am a 60-minute man, you know, uh, i tell you about that when you get older, Dario. We don't do no overtime. <laughs> we are out of here.